Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody tuning in on Spotify, having to listen on uh, Bastrout. I am glad that you guys are joining us. It's been a pleasant time. We are taking a new leaf and we have an amazing guest today, a beautiful, phenomenal uh, woman uh, who's very influential in the platform. The aspiring South African president in the year of 2024, Tulani Nduzuchaya, if I am correct, a bold young woman who is striving towards being a philanthropist. And she is a signed model, voiceover artist, and MC. She's also a professional uh, public speaker. And you can find her TED Talk, guys. She's amazing. TED Talk, please. She um, facilitated in Makanda Film Festival uh, as a moderator in con conversations regarding women involvement in television spaces. She moderated the panel discussion on content and economic benefit for creatives, which included Dr. John Kahn. Tulani is also the founder and director of Stride Institute, an institute that, for, that offers model training, pageant, mentorship, and public speaking coaches. It is an honor, Tulani, to have you on the platform. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm laughing because you said 2024. Yes. And I feel like people keep speaking 2024 into existence, but it's 2044, but I receive it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 2044. I, yeah, that, that's my mistake. 2044. But you know what? What's the most beautiful thing about speaking of something is you speak life into something and it comes alive. I think the moment something is out of your lips it brings life. It means it rebuilds. So um, you have a lot that I've mentioned below your belt. <laughs> you really have a lot. So we're going to talk in and out of it. But the one thing that I want uh, our listeners is the question in which I think a lot of people ask, but maybe not directly or whatever the, the reason may be. But who is Utulani without these accomplishments and accolades? Nothing of it. And if we put everything aside, who is she? Tulani is a proud product of the New Brighton Township, Ekbebeha, Port Elizabeth, formerly known. I am a 23-year-old young activist, someone who is excited about bringing change to the spaces that she sees. And more than anything, I'm someone who's very ambitious, kind-hearted, and has a lot of passion in everything that she does. I think, you know, when you look at the things that I'm involved in, the reason I can be in all these different environments is because I like to think I'm very diverse and someone who's very open-minded and someone who's all about, you know, putting herself in spaces to learn. So I hope that's answered, you know, the question. But in a nutshell, that's who I am. I'm a girl who's grown up in a township. I'm a girl who's raised by a single parent. And I am someone who is just very vocal, very opinionated, and very loving. That's a very interesting uh, concept. So, but what led you to pursue the line of work in which you're in? So I think from a young age, you know, it's the kind of content that you consume. So I obviously, like many girls and boys grew up watching a show like America's Next Top Model, okay. you know, and I was always tall growing up. I was taller than most boys my age right until high school. They only yeah. caught up in first year. Yeah. So I was always someone, you know, you know, you watch modeling and this is something that you're interested in. And then 
in the things that I was involved in in my community. Yeah. We used to do traditional dancing. We used to do pageants in church, pageants mm -hmm. for the community. Uh -huh. That's the kind of thing that I got involved in. And I really loved being on stage. And I really loved interacting, you know, with the different age categories and whatever it is that we were putting on together. So I think that's how I found my life. Even in school, I was always very involved in doing drama, okay. you know, and whatever shows and plays the school was putting on, I was there. Yeah. You know, I'd also choreographed from primary school when we did war cries. I was <laughs> always just that person when it came to cultural activities. I really enjoyed it and I ended up thriving in it because I enjoyed it. So I think it comes as no surprise that I'm working in the modeling and entertainment industry and artist management industry. It found me. And it's so funny because you started off this podcast by speaking about speaking things into existence. Sometimes just our ambitions and speaking yeah. them into life, we don't know where they'll end up placing us. So that is very true. Wow. You, <laughs> I, I love your voice. I must say, I think your voice, what you're doing and the voice in what you're doing, <laughs> it, it really does speak uh, to what and the purpose in which uh, the direction and how it led. So, um, speaking you. of, 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 um, purpose, it's, you said, you said it found you, but how, how is it that, how and why also, but I'll start with the how in a sense of that, um, what you are currently pursuing or that is within your lap and it's, it's what you are catered with is the actual purpose for you. How would you know? How, how do you know? that this is, this is the ultimate, you know, dream. This is the ultimate walk. This is what you are predestined for. Um, how is it, how is it that you know, and how did you find it if you do know? So recently I heard a quote that says, when you chase your purpose, it will open the doors that you're looking for it to open. Mm -hmm. And I am a firm believer of that because the reason I know it's my how and it's the reason that is a part of everything that I'm doing is that in seeking, you know, to work in these opportunities and in these spaces, they've opened doors for me. So, for instance, I've grown up in the Eastern Cape, Kabeha, and I've always known that Indau that, you know, is going to open doors for me is Johannesburg. Okay. And although I did not have the opportunity and the funding and the background, you know, to move and come and study at a Johannesburg institution in my first year, mm -hmm. something, you know, that I entered being Miss Mamelodi Sundowns in 2018, mm -hmm. you know, because I also am a football fanatic and I knew the kind of opportunity a platform like that would bring. Me entering that is one of the reasons that I live in Gauteng today and that I'm able to do all these things that I'm saying on my purpose. Mm -hmm. So me seeking to become a model ended up in me becoming an artist manager. Okay. So that's why I'm saying when you chase your passion, the rest of opportunities will come and those doors will open. And in doing that, that's how I know it's my purpose because in me just trying to do the things that I love, opportunities are coming from that. So okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, you have a lot to say. I, I think Kevin to conversate with you it's it's quite interesting you really are um a woman of many words um a smart one i might say and uh young as you are look you are a powerhouse girl you are, <laughs> you are a powerhouse trust me and believe you not you are a definite powerhouse 
for you to be doing what you are. Um, I mean, for me having to have the opportunity just to sit with you and talk the way that I am, it's 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 an absolute honor because you respect you respect what you you, you do and um, you give your best and you give it your all. Um, you spoke you spoke a lot and I want to find out now um, that you're saying you're in Joburg now and that's where you've pursued uh, a lot of what you are currently busy with. Do you by any chance um, see yourself having to go back or having to feel the roots of where you come from um, and influence women who who are from home to walk in that footsteps? Because what, what happens is, the, the thing is, um, sometimes uh, people are, they look at you and they want to walk your into your shoes. So especially where you come from, they always have a glance of um, this young, beautiful woman, Utuli, Wasekaya, um, and she did this, she did that. And a young other girl sees Utuli, wants to do something similar to that. Do you see yourself having to pursue something so that you find yourself going back to those roots to those grassroots level in sport they call it those grassroots level um and actually pursuing something um, so that generation that is slightly younger than you but pursuing that could actually find um themselves into the same platform in which you are or even better for what you're paving for them do you see yourself absolutely love like that mm-hmm. um that is something that i'm definitely doing i think that's how i formed stripe institute I realized that I had an access to so much knowledge, but also that I wanted to share this knowledge. And in my year of reign as Ms. Mamelodi Sundowns 2018, we went to so many township schools within, you know, Day, and I got to see different parts and share and train and impart knowledge. And I realized that this is something that I also wanted to do at home. So from 2018, I've been doing initiatives back home, you know, with different townships. And when I launched Stride Institute, I launched it back home because I knew what it was like to be in a smaller city and to have all these ambitions, but also not have the information apart mm-hmm. from Google. Mm-hmm. So I chose 10 ambassadors that I chose to empower and, we, wow. you know, went through an entire 360 workshop where I was not only teaching them about modeling, but pageants and most importantly, public speaking, yes. because I know that that is a skill that can open an interview, can open jobs, can open any kind of opportunity for people. And often we're so afraid, right? Yeah, so that's why I, I then decided to launch Stride at Home. And Stride has traveled, you know, I've wow. gone to Limpopo, to Matlerlekeng village, and I'm hoping that now that the country is opening again, I'm going to get to go to the parts of this country that are so often forgotten because there are young girls there and men who have ambitions outside of their current circumstances. And if Stride can play a role, you know, in giving them that information and empowering them, because also I work in social media um, with the skills that they can use to uplift themselves, then definitely that is what I want to do. Go back to what you referred to as the grassroots level, because that's where the most potential is sitting. That's true. That's that's where a lot, a lot, that's, youth is one of the biggest parts of population of South Africa, in actual mm-hmm. fact. And if you can grab a lot of youth, you can cause a lot of influence, you definitely have caused an effect there, 100%. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to tell a little bit back, uh, speaking, you said about um, when you were in school, you did a lot of things, you participated into drama and you did a lot of things for me literally in my mind i'm thinking i'm already thinking hmm, you're probably one of the girls then that did a lot of um speeches in class and everyone was just like 
she can speak <laughs> y'all she can speak watch you know and um so in that concept you know from your um from your early ages Mm. being in high school and and before then do you think that um your upbringing affected who you are today also keeping in in, in mind that you you mentioned that uh, you were raised by a single mother because i i understand mm. it better now um in my age um mm. our lives are impact impact us differently and what you yeah. who you were if affects mm. uh who you become but it you also have a decision and a choice about how you turn around about certain circumstances you know so i mm. i, I just want to find out from you in a, in 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 a more transparent way mm. how has that affected you so i think more than anything the support that i've gotten at home shaped who i became like many young people you know in south africa bullying is a real thing So when you spoke about the kind of student that you envisioned me as um I always was that person but I could have lost being that person because you get bullied for it. People call you a teacher's pet. I was called a banana, a coconut, all the things, you know, just for chasing the things that I was passionate about yeah. in school. Yeah. And also I was always very opinionated. I was told that I loved to sit in front in class so I could engage with the teachers and There were times in 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 my journey that I felt very insecure okay. and I was bullied about little things, you mm-hmm. know, that made me want to stop the things that I love. Mm-hmm. And that single mother at home would remind me of the people I'm looking up to, the Bonangs, the Minis who are coming up in the industry that in order to be like those people, you need to be strong and you need to believe in yourself because even that platform is going to you know have people criticizing you so you need to be able to be yourself and not blend in it's okay no one pulls you down if you are already on their level they have to reach to pull you down so i think that was a concept that i learned at a very young age and also in our townships drugs pregnancy yes. gangs yes. there were so many things i was exposed to at a young age i mm. think you know by the time you're already 9 10 you already understand what rape means and you know some of the things that could happen because they are happening around you in your area mm-hmm. so your parent has to educate you on that so it's choices like you said of realizing that in order to get to where i want to go i need to be able to be myself at all times and being myself doesn't necessarily mean i'm going to be accepted by everyone or loved by everyone mm-hmm. and that is okay so i think that is what shaped tulani and allowed me to be that girl right until I matriculated and I think I still am that girl now. So that's that's beautiful. So for 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 a person who uh whether it's a man or female listening at the moment throughout in their car driving and their walk <laughs> uh cycling for some um mm-hmm. insecurity you mentioned about insecurity. I think it's it's one of the topics that I'll I'll step into um in the next few months or so but insecurity mm-hmm. you mentioned and it's a huge highlight because when a person mm-hmm. is insecure about something a lot of of their part breaks because they cannot mm-hmm. pursue themselves to what they are capable of you know mm-hmm. how besides besides because I, I I there's there's a difference when when um I might, I might be wrong but I need I I stand mm. to be corrected. There's a difference when your mom tells you um mm. to break the cycle of security than when somehow you actually break mm. it through something because your mom knows you so well so they they understand what you're capable of. But how did you break out of 
secure, being insecure? I think, you know, when it comes to insecurities, the biggest critic is always your own voice. Like you said, other people can tell you you're beautiful, you're smart, you're all these things, but if you don't believe it, you're never going to become that. So one thing that I've learned, because first it was the spectacles that I used to be insecure about, then it was the acne, then I had a skin condition called lichen planus, and you know, I'm in this modeling industry. There's been so many things. Then there's body positivity within the modeling industry where you're not model size anymore. And I think for me, it was having a conversation with myself. I had to realize that there's certain things that I can't control. Yeah. Breaking out is out of my control. Mm-hmm. Getting a skin condition is out of my control. The fact that I'm born with terrible eyesight mm-hmm. is out of my control. Mm-hmm. But what do those things take away? And who is dictating what those things mean? Mm-hmm. And through that conversation with myself, I realized that I had to affirm myself. So I'm someone who always tells people the importance of affirmations. So I have voice notes on my phone that go on for 15, 20 minutes, some of them 30, of just my own voice where for 30 minutes on that day, I woke up feeling positive and I recorded my affirmations and I was just going and going. And then usually as I'm making my bed, or if I'm not listening to a podcast or my gospel music in the morning, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I play. Okay. And in those affirmations, I'm telling myself that I'm beautiful. I'm chatting to myself, yeah. honestly, because yeah. no one else is going we'll to do hear it. this. So yeah. with your pimples, you're beautiful. With your size 32, 34, yes. you're beautiful. Yes. With your messy dreadlocks and bad hairline, you are still gorgeous and Girl. you're still destined for greatness. Yeah. And you have to believe it because yeah. if you don't start doing that for you, then other people will say every and you still won't feel it and it's building that confidence confidence and 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 breaking insecurities go hand in hand so if you're not confident just in general but you're trying to break out of your insecurities you're going to struggle so i've realized that it doesn't matter where i am on the weight scale where i am on the skin scale because when i'm confident in myself and i believe what i'm saying through my affirmations Mm -hmm. I'm going to post, I'm going to do whatever I want to do in that moment. And it's taken that to break that cycle of insecurities, conversations with myself, journalizing, affirmations, and believing it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I I think, had I, honestly, had I had wine today, I would really raise a glass. <laughs> I would raise. I would definitely raise a glass. You you were literally saying the utmost ab, ab, uh, truth about affirmation. I think sometimes we we lose that because one wants to always get affirmed by another, another person mm. because somehow another person's voice brings value to yourself in mm. in which somehow you lose the as, the aspect of affirmation. Mm. You lose a lot of that. Um, it's quite amazing. It's quite beautiful. Um, I have two more questions, and then we're done. Like I, I can't believe, I can't believe <laughs> oh, it's it's literally, <laughs> it's literally just um, wrapping up so quickly. Um, I'm sure you've heard, uh, listened, you've uh, gotten to connect with a speck of people around um, around you, around your circle, and people who have influenced you, people who have done so much for you, with you, and people who, who you have done things so that they become, you know, a better version of themselves. But uh, in, 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 in terms of having to say a few great um, words to our listeners is, what is it that um, 
what is the best advice you've received um, from and from whom? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put that person's out and the name out, and you, you know when when someone actually hears that, oh my gosh, Tule actually said it's it's another yeah. affirmation on another level for them, and also that also just gives it allows you for you to give that person the honor and shaping a mm. part of yourself to who you are in an in a, in a, in, a, in an instance so who who of which um you you've received advice from mm. and um and what would you like to tell our listeners well however they choose to listen uh, to the podcast throughout so there are two pieces of advice that have changed my life and my thinking the first one was by my mom your god-given talents are yours meaning that because we're firm believers and are Christians, that whatever God has given you and whatever he's destined you for is yours. Even if there are man-made doors that close, it simply means that that door is not for you. But if you meet opportunity with preparation, whatever is meant to be for you will come. And whatever doesn't come is meant to teach you something. It's a reroute, it's a delay or a denial, and that's okay. Yeah. The second thing was... You know, a video I saw of Queen B, Ubonang, you know, saying that no one owes you anything. And I think, you know, especially when you're in school, where if you are great, you are rewarded by being a leader. Mm -hmm. If you are the best, you get a badge or honors. So I think we're, we're, we're raised in a system that acknowledges, you know, what we contribute. If you play first team, you are given... Honors, mm-hmm. colors, whatever. Yes. Yeah. But once you start adulting and when you go into the real world, you'll do the utmost most, but it's important for you to realize that no one owes you anything. <laughs> you giving your best every day, nine to five, yes, it's going to pay off in some way, but no one owes you a congratulations, yeah. a well done. Oh, let yeah. me open the door for you. Mm-hmm. So the industry does not work like that. So yeah. you just need to know that whatever you're putting in, is what you're expecting to get out. Mm-hmm. So it's about you. It's not about other people and what they're going to do for you. Once you are able to channel that mindset, then you'll understand that your God-given talents and whatever opportunities are meant to be for you are going to align. And that kind of has shaped how I've moved and how far I've come. So those would be the two advices that I got that were great and I would advise to other people as well. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I'm I'm definitely <laughs> going to take that. No one owes me nothing. I think I think a part of me <laughs> a part of my journey adulting is there's a, there's a certain feel I feel like my parents owe me something. They they owe me. Mm. Mm. But swallow everything, <laughs> child, and take No it. one owes you anything. <laughs> nothing, you know. <laughs> um so that's that's a definite advice that I'm going to take and I and I, um, I would also, you know, in- encourage our listeners to definitely uh, take home with you and um, allow it to manifest in your heart, in your mind, mm-hmm. and let it live in you. You know, no one owes you Love anything. Uh, affirm yourself. Understand who mm-hmm. you are. You know, uh, pursue what you, uh, your dreams are, and speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. Look, I am ready yeah. to see you as president of SA, okay? I am definitely really ready. ready. Oh, ready. ready guys. I, might, I might just be a little bit of an aged person, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely excited to see that. And I, I really hope I'm definitely going to see you in the media industry a uh, couple of times. I'm, I'm definitely sure because uh, we'll, we'll share. 
our our, our intake on a few other things but i'm glad I'm that you 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 Excited. joined you joined me today and we're gonna sign you out with a nice applaud and um Thank you for having me. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And uh, that's it on us, guys. Uh, follow Tuli on Instagram. And uh, I believe you also have Facebook. Am I yes, not? Yes, I do. Tulamin Yes, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. And she is doing, she's striving. And she has stride. So get thank on board, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for tuning in. It is Hear Me Out. And we are here to listen to all of you. Thank you so much. All the best.